What's going on, Dayquil Nation? Noam here from the Dads on Dayquil podcast. Obviously, you're about to listen to it. Quick announcement, Bleach Bros podcast, Dads on Dayquil podcast. We now have a collaboration between the two shows. We are bringing you the Hateful Gnomes Music Hut, starring myself, the gnome, and from the Bleach Bros, we have Jake the Tailgater, Jake the Hater, Jake the Tyrator, Jake the number one Facebook inmate for Zuckerberg Nation. Fuck you, Zuck. Anyway, if you like music, if you love music, if you want to hear more music, new artists, old artists, heavier the better, however we want to bring it to you, bi-weekly episodes. Episode one is available now on the Dads on Dayquil podcast feed. Episode two will debut next week on the Bleach Bros podcast feed. Make sure you're following both shows so you know when the updates happen. And come talk to us, baby. Let's start Dayquil right now. Dads on Dayquil would like to draw your attention to the fact that the following content is made up of humorous adult material and is intended for a mature, not easily triggered audience. You have been warned. Josh, go ahead and finish that cracker. I'll intro us into this thing. The Dads on Dayquil. I'm Jordan, a.k.a. The Gnome. I am Josh, a.k.a. The Dome. I'm AJ, a.k.a. The Stone. You are in for a treat. We've got dad jokes, dad stories, and dad games for your ear holes. Dad Jeopardy, dad feud, dad libs, dad tips. Tips? What kind of tips are we talking about? We are definitely not what you're expecting. This is Dad's on Dayquil. Let's get it. Why couldn't the two hamburger buns get along? There was beef between them. That there was. <laughs> there was. I was going to say. Just like them cheeks. Because your mom's fucking Ooh. pussy was between them. <laughs> Arby's, the we beef? have the meats. We have the meats. Mm. I got the horsey the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Well, what? Welcome to Dad's on Day. There it is. Episode ninety-three. I'm the gnome. I'm the dome. I'm the stoned. Hey, look at that. That was clean. I felt wrong, but it felt so right. Uh, It did. Almost like Gilbert Gottfried saying clitoris. Clitoris. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, my goodness. I had to explain to my kids who he was, and I I finally got it through to them that he was Iago, the parrot from Aladdin. Yeah. And that's when Callie lost it. She's like, the parrot died? <laughs> <laughs> He's never going to be the parrot again? Oh, poor like, kid. No, honey. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Poor yeah. kid. Um, well... Let's just do some plugs out of the way. Shout out to everybody in the world listening to this. You're the best. Come visit us at our link tree. It's linktree slash dads on Dayquil. You can find anything you want from us, our merch, um, our socials, and more importantly, our new Patreon. Come subscribe. Get an extra dose of our three beautiful selves. We got a podcast called The Extra Dose that we will be releasing an episode once a month. There's already one episode on there for our fellow patrons that are already part of the Dayquil Nation. So, Yes, sir. Um, also, you're hearing this, so uh, shout out to the Porn Stash podcast for having us on the other night. We appreciate it. We had fun. Can't wait to hear it. Thanks for uh, the accommodations and 
letting us play around and talk about Andy's toys. So, yeah. Um, buzz, 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 baby. Speaking of buzz, buzz, I got a joke for you guys. Mm. So a guy goes to the doctor, gets called into the room, looks at the doctor and he says, um, can it just be you and I, can you have the nurses leave? So the doctor says, of course, yeah, go for it. So the nurses leave and he's like, doc, um, <clears throat> I got a problem. He's like, well, yeah, you're here to see the doctor. What's going on? And he's like, well, I got five dicks. The doctor's like, what? Five dicks? No way. Like, for real, like five functional? Yeah, yeah, five functional dicks. He's like, okay, well, pull your pants down. I, I want to see these. So the guy pulls his pants down. Doctor looks down. Sure enough, one, two, three, four, five. Yep, uh, sure, you ain't shitting. Five dicks. Can I ask you a question, sir? Yeah. How do your pants fit? Oh, like a glove. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, you do. I like it. <laughs> yeah, you do. I like it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Hell yeah. Oh, this is good. What's up? People often ask how I can tell my wife apart from her identical twin. I said it's simple. My wife paints her nails red and Bob has a big cock. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. I like it. I like it. Dome, why are you so quiet? You checking your bank statements, making sure every penny's there? I was Ooh. I was looking for porn. Oh. I like it. I was trying to get the new background up and really. I like it. it. I like it. A little bit of that extra dope. I love how his like burnt out eyes really, really look like some like dad eyes. You know, like like yeah. that morning I need like I'm beelining right for the coffee and you're just in a hail of fucking bullshit being thrown at you from the kids and the family and you're like I just want my fucking coffee to start my fucking day. I hear you and I'm gonna raise you one higher. I agree with everything you just said, except for it's the kids are just going a wall, and the dad can't take it. And those are the eyes that come through when you're about to go get milk and cigarettes and never come back. Mm-hmm. With the same cigar in your mouth. Yes. So this is, I mean, this this <laughs> this extra dose, this extra dose logo is a pure and utter fucking metaphor for a dad life, right? Like the alien that you see behind him is our kids. And all of the burden that we have attached to us, <laughs> looming over us at any moment, can just suck our head right Sucking off. Sucking the right? life force from us. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The 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 moon made out of cheese in the background are all our fucking hopes and dreams that are just slowly floating away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Our fucking yeah. testicles need... wasting away. <laughs> huh? The rocket nuts. ships, our sex life, just bolting away from us. <laughs> all, those, all those saved up nuts. <laughs> that parasite on top is our. F- Beautiful partners. <laughs> the only the only joy we get is the fucking alcohol and cigars <laughs> and guns keep and guns. Yeah, guns. guns. <laughs> and guns. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, Oof. speaking of that life, uh, let's get right into dad stories. What do you got for us, Stoned? Oh man, dude, real funny fucking story today. So, uh, today Avery was like, "Let's go to the park." And I was like, fuck yeah, kid. Let's go. All day. It's a beautiful fucking day. Let's go. We walk, and it's a good, good walk there. It's like mile, mile two there and back. Great walk. And we get there. No one's there. And I'm like, fuck yeah, kid. We own this playground. Let's go. And Avery's developed a little bit of, like, fear of heights. And she doesn't want to go down the slide anymore. She's definitely going through some, like, 
learning about life shit, you know? And so she, most of the time she's like, no, let's just kind of play in the swing and run around. And wow, is that dog shit? Don't touch that. And then these people show up and there's this little girl that's like maybe three years older than her. And she wanted to have nothing to do with Avery. Nothing at all. And Avery was really frustrated the whole time. And she was just like, challenge accepted to make her her best friend. <laughs> that fucking kid is a go-getter. She does not stop. And the entire time she was like, I'm going to make you my friend. It's going to happen. And by the end of it, when they were leaving, she kind of just came up to me like upset. It was just kind of... Avery needs a friend. And I was like, oh, shit, kid. I'm sorry. You know? That's a bummer. I promise you, you'll make friends. You'll make friends. It'll come. It'll happen. I promise. And then right afterwards, maybe 10 minutes later, his mom shows up, fucking smoking hot. I was over there like, oh, thank God I'm wearing glasses and you can't see where my eyes are because it's all fucking tits. And then she's like sitting on the bench opposite of me and her kid's running around playing, kind of wants to play with Avery, but not too much. Avery's like, yeah, let's play. And he runs into the jungle gym. She's kind of like, uh... I'm good. I'm just going to go ahead and chill on the ground level. And then she just goes and sits next to the mom. Just straight up. Sits right next to her. It's like a foot of distance maybe. And she's just sitting there just like, hi, how are you? She kind of like looks at me and looks back at Avery and was like, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm Avery. These are my rainbow shoes. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> God damn. You are fucking amazing. Can you take a picture of her tits for me real quick? <laughs> like, it's, it's it's no big deal if you take pictures, you know, because you're a dumb little kid. But if I do it, oh, no, fucking sexual harassment. But so I'm just sitting there, and, you know, she's having a good time just talking to her and just, just bullshitting away, just bullshitting away with this, like, 20 minutes. Like, no joke. Almost, like, almost 30 minutes. She's sitting there bullshitting with his mom. And then they leave. And everyone's like, Avery, are, are you ready to go home? She's like, yeah. Avery's hungry and Avery's tired. And I was like respect kid you're fucking going places like she can just sit there hold court with anyone at any given time she's like dude that's, she's a, gonna that's run a, for a huge office. thing something like, i think gonna... i think more parents should get their kids into conversations yeah. with other people unprovoked mm-hmm. like i guess i just saw something about how that's good it's good for a child to ask questions that don't require yes or no answers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's a good quality for them to learn because then what they do is they learn how to build communication skills and ask questions that provoke conversation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Avery's big thing right now is why? Why, daddy? Yeah. And I'm like, it's a good question. I don't know, but I'm going to go smoke this blunt. You go sit out in the living room for like a couple hours. I'll be back. I'll be back, kid. I'm going to go find out why. I'm going to go to Deep Space Nine to find out why just for you. That's where being a religious family comes in handy, where you can just be like, because Jesus said. Because <laughs> Jesus said. Because Jesus said. You're going to question Jesus? Shut the fuck yeah. up. Jesus did it. Did Jesus died for you, and you're going to disrespect him like this? You sit here and ask me why? <laughs> <laughs> Go get the spoon off the wall, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> While you're there, look at the cross. Look what he did for you. You ungrateful you fuck. <laughs> my grandparents were good with that. They, she would my grandmother would be like, Okay, Josh, you know what? I've had enough of your shit. You owe me ten Hail Marys. 
go get my rosary beads now. Josh goes to get and the football hit me and with just the rosary beads. <laughs> Brings back the wrong beads. These are really large. <laughs> <laughs> Smell like shit. Grandma, what's, what are these? <laughs> yeah, every time you put one in, you say, oh, hell, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit Jordan, okay you so do like a spot on bill burr impression dude like spot that was like i don't know if you were aiming for bill burr but it was like spot on bill burr i don't even know what bill burr sounds like i've honestly never listened really to it. dude it, yeah sounds like putting a fucking dildo in your ass evidently i'm gonna have to listen on the playback and then i'm gonna have to pull up bill burr and be like uh do i hear my whiny bitch ass voice or do i hear bill, hear bill burr I don't I'm know. Telling you, dude. Uh-huh. Like, like him just talking about like you know, <clears throat> like kids bitching these days, and he's like, "Ah, oh, you know, my ki- my dad pushed me down the stairs. I learned, you know. <laughs> kids don't have to do that shit these days. Fucking pussy snowflake." <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that, I had um, I had a good week. Yesterday, there was some family in town. <clears throat> it was actually my wife's grandma. It was uh, her brother. It was his birthday. His like 90th birthday. And he wanted us, uh, a bunch of us to come to Laughlin and celebrate and go to the pool. So we went to the Aquarius. And um, for those who don't know, Laughlin is like south of Las Vegas. But who the fuck cares? Anyway, so we go to the pool. It's a casino. And uh, we're having a good day. I get in, um, get in the pool with Elias. And he has like this water baseball. So you fill it up and he got a foam bat that comes with it. And we're just playing in there and... He ends up ditching the bat, and we're just throwing the ball back and forth. Well, then he figures out that if he throws it just right, he can skip it on the water and try and peg nice. me, or I can do the same to him. He ends up pegging the same lady three times, the last time in the back of the head. And she could care less, because she was just on her floaty with her drink in a floaty, just yeah. fucking buzzed out of her mind. Because every time I said sorry, like the first two times it hit her floaty. The last time it nailed her in the back of the head. And I'm just glaring at him like, you fuck, now I got to go apologize to this lady. Last time I made him swim across the pool to come apologize to her because he actually hit her. But she was like, oh, no, it's okay. I don't even care. <laughs> just takes a drink of her, of her margarita or whatever she's drinking. But the best story in this one, I go sit in the hot tub. Our family's kind of all spread out. Some are sitting in the cabana that we rented, and Ellie's asleep on her arms taking her nap. And I'm sitting in this hot tub. In walks these six... I'm I'm gonna say teenagers. I at best case scenario, these kids were twenty. Best case scenario, and I have figured out that I am too far past their generation line Way too to far. even yeah, understand too far. what the fuck they're talking about. And I know that our future of this life and world is fucked with these people because but. they can't speak at all. Like, I know we all had our slang with our buddies, right? No, this is different. But their language is just like, it's like text language. It's ignorant. And it's, it's ignorance. Ignorant. And there's no, there's no, you could tell they have no desire to have like an, a work ethic. It like, they just, yeah. these kids are like, oh, dude, bro, I bombed last, bro, I bombed last, bro, bro, I didn't want to take the L. And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? What the fuck are you talking about? And then the best part was like, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get too shit faced last night. So I just had half a beer and I was fucking, I was buzzed, man. And I'm like, pussy, bunch of pussies, man. (laughs) We'll get to drunk stories later on and tell you what we fucking drank when we were younger. Man. See these kids? I'm always drunk. The fuck you talking about half a beer? Half a beer is what I wake up to. So I slam it and put it back on the nightstand. I brush my teeth with. 
<laughs> I don't know, dude. I was sitting there and I'm just like, man, I don't, these, these kids, I don't, I don't understand it. You know, yeah, I, went, yeah. I went to a, a varsity football game like two or three years ago and it was so weird because it was at my old high school. It was so weird because I'm looking at all these kids and I'm like, you're children. Yeah. Holy shit. Did I look that young? I'm looking at these kids. Yeah. I'm like, y'all look like you're middle schoolers. Why do we look like we were so much older at that age? Jesus, I feel like I'm going to go to jail just for looking at you. <laughs> Fuck. Like, well, it's because you have your dick out. <laughs> oops. Oops, I guess there was too many witnesses. But it, it's because <sighs> it's because we went through shit. Like, these kids don't have anything to go through. Yeah. Because they're protected in every fucking way, shape, or form. Like, they're protected. Not only are they protected from, like, actual real-life shit, getting hurt outside, being, yep. you know, being able to get their knees fucking scraped up, but they're protected from words. They're protected from someone just not appreciate or not, uh, not speaking to them appropriately. Yeah. Not taking their feelings into consideration. They're, they are literally sheltered and protected in every way you can possibly be. Yeah. We, we didn't have that. Yeah. We grew up with, oh, you don't like it? Tough shit, fucking grow up. Get over it. I, I've actually I've actually tried to teach my son, because when he opens a door, there's like zero care. It's just like, clonk, clonk, clonk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, get sneaky. Open the yeah. handle, then pull the door. Like, pretend like you're sneaking. Like, I'm trying to give this kid advice how to sneak out of the house. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, dude, you got to figure this shit out. Like, you're too, yeah, you, I- you just like, you know. I don't get it. So that leads into my, that actually leads into my dad's story. Where part of my dad's story. I was at the store with the kids earlier this, earlier this last week. And I had to tell Grayson, I'm like, Grayson, can you please pick up your feet? Like walk when, when you pick up your feet or when you walk, pick up your feet. And then five minutes later, it was Lily, Lily, sweetheart, stop dragging your feet, pick up your feet. Well, I was telling the kids this throughout the store and this woman heard me. And she comes over and she taps me on the shoulder. She was super polite. I'll give her that. She was super polite. She taps me on the shoulder and she's like, excuse me, sir. Well, why are you asking your children to pick up their feet? And I was like, well, because they're dragging their feet when they walk. It, it, It's improper form. It's unhealthy. And it's annoying. I don't want to hear it. The, their feet are so loud that Helen Keller has lodged a complaint with the manager. <laughs> yeah, she's going to get Anne Frank caught. <laughs> I'm like, look. <laughs> I'm like, ma'am, ma'am that like this this is what you do as a dad. I don't understand why you're addressing me at all, but I appreciate the concern. I promise you my kids are okay. And she's like, Well, it just seems a little harsh. Like just let them be kids. And I was like, No, I'll let my kids understand that they need to appropriately do things. Like my kids yep. can still be kids. Like he's gonna pick his nose in five minutes, yeah. and he's not even wearing underwear, <laughs> so he's still being a kid. Like I'm still letting my kids be kids. Don't don't get me wrong, but I'm gonna make sure that they're doing things appropriately. I don't want my kid dragging his feet through fucking life. Yeah, it, it's bad enough that they come to my house and watch him get a blowjob from the leaf blower. Yeah, but he can pick up his fucking feet. <laughs> yeah. You want to so. talk about some motivation? There's a person on this podcast that made me stop dragging my feet. It was Jordan. <laughs> He's like dragging my feet on Jordan. Jordan was like, "What the fuck are you doing? You dragging your feet, you stupid motherfucker! How about you pick him up and carry it on like a normal guy? Maybe get some hair in your chest when you eat your pizza crust. 
<laughs> like okay. a normal guy. You act Eat like this crust, and week. I don't drag my feet because of this chump right here. <laughs> True that story. sounds True entirely story. too accurate. It is way too yeah. accurate. <laughs> yeah. That's like fucking his kid is just Elias is just like you, dude. I, it's still I'm still chuckling about that. I I went over earlier today to grab some some of the stickers that he got, and I go to open the front door, and I and rightfully so, I didn't try very hard, right? Like I didn't think I had to, mm-hmm. and the door, it's one of those thumbs thumb push ones that you push down with your thumb oh. to open it up. Well, again, didn't really try too hard. I was like, hey, Elias, can you go unlock the door? Well, he runs into the garage and then turns around and runs back. He's like, it is. It's unlocked now. And then as I open the door, he looks at me dead in the eyes and he goes, you just got to use your strength. <laughs> like, oh, fucking prick. You are your fucking dad's kid. Right? You look at him and you're like, you're a toothpick. <laughs> what the f- I floss with you. What the <laughs> yeah. fuck are you talking about? Use your strength. Yeah. 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 So Roundhouse the, kicks the, me. <laughs> so bitch. Yeah. Fucking put you down. He just ripped a tooth out of my pro- mouth he, for years. He could ago, probably bitch. put you to sleep. I, I think I think out of everything he can do, I, I would expect that before I expected him to roundhouse kick you or, or punch you. No, he could one hundred percent like kick my ass. Like I think one hundred percent. I, if we were placing bets, I'd place a bet that he'd punch you before he tried to put you in a guillotine. Yep. He likes jujitsu, but he absolutely loves boxing and mm-hmm. sparring. Mm-hmm. He's, He's quick. Oh no, He's I know. Really quick. I know for fact. Like all it takes is one well placed shot. I t- I told right the, on the I, lights I, out button. I believe I did tell the story a while back that I went to go pick him up from the gym, and I had to go in to pay because he was going to be testing for his jujitsu belt to move up. Yeah. And it was during a Wednesday night, so they were doing kickboxing that night, and they were sparring. And this kid that he's sparring is, like, between mine and AJ's size, right? Like, that, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big range. But we'll just say this yeah. kid was, like, 5'11", right? He was yeah, tall. Bigger than him. He was yeah. big. And I'm like, dude, Elias is going to get crushed. And I go and I'm paying and writing down my fee and I can hear these smacks. And I'm like, oh, man, that can't be good. And I look over and the other kid is hunched over and Elias is just wailing on him. <laughs> just Running a fucking clinic. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, it's my kid making those smacks. All right, baby. All right. They're, they're like, beat his ass. <laughs> no mercy. Sir, you need to leave this Chuck E. Cheese immediately. Shut up, bitch. Beat his ass. <laughs> oh, that's oh did you have any? Coins. Did you have another part of your story, or th- those were your two parts? Uh, so I did have another another part of the week where I was FaceTiming the kids because now they're over with Cass, and I was FaceTiming the kids and I was talking to Callie and everything was fine and we were having a good conversation and whatnot. And uh, Lily is is there and she's trying to like get in the screen. And she's being, I mean, she's being funny, but she's being pushy. And you can see the the progression of aggravation that was growing on Callie's face, right? And she was being polite, and she was just letting it happen. And she threw out a couple chuckles here and there, you know, like, ha-ha, this is funny. Well, then she just gets sick and tired of it. And she stops talking to me, dead sentence, and she looks at Lily, and she goes, Lily, if you want to get your ass beat, keep going. <laughs> and I was like... What like the hell? ass beat. Yeah, like ass beat. And Lily just stops. Because that's the first time Callie's really cussed like that. Mm. Callie has really cussed like that. Like to her sister. Mm. And get Lily just stops like dead in her tracks. And she goes, I'm sorry. I love you. And she gives her a quick kiss on the cheek. And then she just fucking takes off. And it was just one of those cute moments, dude. Where like, 
as a dad, you you just kind of dig into it and you're like, yeah, that's my girl. You know, like one of them's being a total jackass and she's trying to make light of a situation. And the other's like, all right, I've had enough of your shit. Like, quit it. Damn. <laughs> <clears throat> totally. You know, standing up for herself. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. That is good. Well, especially for Callie, too. Yeah. 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 Because Callie's, Callie's the, like, she's the big giver. She she doesn't like to see people upset with her or upset in general. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, she's, I've been disciplining Lily, talking to her sternly and telling her what she's doing wrong. And Callie will stand in between me and her just so Lily feels protected. Mm-hmm. I mean, not like I'm going to fucking hurt my kids, but she, that's how, that's how her mind works. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of, I don't know where you're going to go with it, but protected, feeling all right. It's been a fucking hot minute since we've done this segment and um, probably overdue. So let's get serious for a little bit and then we'll ramp it back up. But let's get into a little bit of digging deep with the dome. What do you got for us, dome? So... One thing that I've learned this week, and that's why I asked for us to do this, is because I felt like other people needed to hear this as well as me. And it's funny because when I asked to do this segment earlier in the week in our chat, this was kind of something that had come forth. Well, again today, it came around even fucking more full circle, and that's letting people take advantage of you. Mm. We get caught up a lot in our lives where we feel it's a necessity to save face or to not hurt someone's feelings or to not be the bad guy, right? Mm -hmm. And in turn, by doing that, by living that way, we end up hurting ourselves, right? Yep. We have to find a mutual ground that allows us to stand up for ourselves be assertive in a respectful manner and not let people take advantage of our kindness. There are plenty of ways where we can be kind and polite and respectful towards others in our lives, but not allow them to continue to take more than what we have the capacity to actually give. Yeah. And a lot of times, guys like us, like, yeah, we talk tough on here and stuff, but guys like us, we will give until we just can't give anymore. We will give even when it is at a detriment to ourselves. Yep. That is who yep. we are. That is how we were raised. Like, all jokes aside, to, to your mom, AJ, she's a phenomenal woman, and she has a huge heart and vagina. But <laughs> that's that's translated over to you. And the same thing to Jordan like it our moms and and this isn't a shot on our dads but our moms have given us as men this empathetic quality that allows us to be that type of person to give until it is or even when it is a detriment to us but we now live in a society where there are people who don't have that same mentality who will take advantage of you mm-hmm. and will use you because it is convenient to them yep. because it is easy. Yep. And we need to learn how to be okay with saying, look, I'm sorry, but, 
or that stinks that you're going through that, but this isn't this isn't something I can help you with. Yep. This is something you have to figure out on your own. Yep. Like I can do this, but I can't do that. There has to be a limit. We have to know the limit of where helping becomes hindering, where yep. helping becomes detrimental to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is that is something I would like to remind people. It is it is okay to say no. It is okay to stand up for yourself, <clears throat> even when you think it's going to hurt someone else. Well, there there comes a time when people have to take care of their own stuff. And you yeah. think about it this way: is um, easiest way to say it is, you know, you're creating a detriment to yourself to help somebody else out. And the ultimate question is: that person that you're helping out, would they do the same for you? Yep. Mm-hmm. Would they be willing to put a detriment to themselves to take the shirt off of their back to give to you? Yep. And the most likely answer in the majority of the time is no. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard truth. There's a lot of snakes in the grass. There's a lot of weasels in the tree. And they are fucking looking. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always looking, you know? There's definitely been a lot of shit I've been through over the years where I had to learn and just sit there and go, you know what? I can't be a yes man. Yeah. You know, no, no. Be afraid to say no. If someone's going to get their feelings hurt, sucks to suck, bro. But at the end of the day, from a cynical aspect, like you got to do you and I got to do me. And if it's not working for me, sorry. Yeah. I mean, listen, for the most part, we are only in control of our own feelings. Mm -hmm. You, you cannot, you cannot live based on how your your feeling or your actions are going to make someone else feel. Yep. Y- y- there's a time and a place for when that comes into play, but it can't be all the time. Mm-hmm. You, you, you have to put yourself first. You just do. And that includes even over your kids. Because if you don't take care of you, if you don't take care of your mental state, then how are you ever going to take care of your kids? I agree. Right? And stuff like this, moments <clears throat> like this come into play because they become taxing on you. You know, you 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 might end up, you know, giving someone money that you don't really have yourself, but you feel obligated to or you feel like, "Oh, this person's going to be in a bad place and I don't want to see them in that place." So you take over and you help even though it's going to put you in a bad place. It's not your responsibility to take over someone else's, um, you know, hardships. Yeah. Not all the time. That's a great way to phrase that. It's not your responsibility to take over someone's hardships. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Their fuck-ups are not your problem. Yeah. Yep. Your generosity is not required. No. It's not. And it should be, and it should be reserved for the people that truly deserve it, and those that actually appreciate it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being that type of person. I'm not saying be a douchebag. I'm not saying only give it to your family members, but but give it give it to the people that will reciprocate it back to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, that's that's the thing. Is like I like I previously said or not. Whether they do or not is a different story, but the ones that would if they could. Correct. That's what I'm saying. I think that, that's not that they you, have yeah, to, just that they correct. would. Just to make that clear. Yeah. Because I, I want to make sure that people don't get it misconstrued. Yeah. Don't ask me to spell misconstrued. I don't even think I could spell it. I just want to fuck misconstrue. 
she was <laughs> Miss Congeniality. Sandra Bullock's fucking hot, dude. Dude, Sandra Bullock is like, like, <sighs> like. Oh my god. Even in like Bird Box, I was like, damn, you, oh, you got it. Dig, yeah. dig deep in that. She's so fucking hot. You know what? Can we take a quick break so I can go masturbate? Yeah, let's yeah. take a let's take a quick news break. Breaking news. Well, I've got news for you. Well, I got some bad news for you. Welcome back to Channel D News. I'm your host, Squirt Mob Mudbottom. Joining me later, Chip Sell It Quick from the Streets and Storm a Blowin' with a weather update. First up, Quill Scene Washington, a woman who accidentally dropped her cell phone into the hole of an outhouse in a national forest and fell in trying to retrieve it, had to be rescued by firefighters in Washington State. Brennan Fire Department Chief Tim Manley said the woman who was on top of Mount Walker in the Olympic National Forest, northwest of Seattle, had been using her phone when it fell into the toilet on Tuesday, the Kitsap Sun reported. Manley said she disassembled the toilet seat and used a dog leash to try and get the phone, eventually used the leash to tie herself off as she reached for it. That effort failed, and she fell into the toilet headfirst. What a shitty situation. It didn't work very well, she went. The woman was alone and tried to get out for 10 to 15 minutes. Reunited with her phone, she called 911. While she waited for the rescue team, she was posting to social media about the event, which gives a whole new meaning to shit posting. Huh. Well, what's going on in the... I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I guess uh, Chip called in today sick. He's not going to be with us, I've just been told. Uh, taking his place from the streets. What's going on, General D's nuts? It's General D snoo, you literate son of a bitch. Thank you, Mr. Diarrhea. <laughs> what kind of fucking name is that? Uh, I'm just teasing you there, Snowflake. Uh, don't take everything I say literally with every fucking emotion you can register. Don't take me to HR for any bullshit like everyone else in your fucking generation does. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to... S- not so you need to go buy some god dang war bonds all right my boys over in the middle east need your help to fight the towel-headed sister goat fucking what the fuck is this note this bullshit says i can't say fucking towel-headed because it's offensive well mr producer do you think it's gonna be offensive when i fuck your mom no you're gonna do as you're told because i'm your daddy now sit down shut the fuck up and eat your lollipop like a good kid you are folks Go buy those goddamn war bonds so I can sleep peacefully at night knowing my goddamn boys are over there sleeping in beds instead of the ground. Did any of your family serve in Vietnam? I did. Let me tell you something. Finding a big-ass snake in your blanket is better than finding a Vietnamese knife in your fucking chest. But still fucking sucks. Support your goddamn military. Alright, that's all the fucking time I gotta give. Someone run me to the goddamn drugstore. I gotta fucking develop some film before I take my fucking Adderall. Uh... Thank you, General Desnutes, I guess. Uh, That sounds like a towel-waving good time. Uh, Let's go over to the weather. Storm, uh, what's it blowing over there? Ah! Ah, some bitch! Get back! Motherfucker, you ain't getting me today! (laughs) Some bitch, you you already took my shoe, you ain't getting my chicken nuggets too! Get away! Storm, I'm getting chased by a fucking gator over here. I'm sorry. He got, She got a little mad because I made boots out of her husband. Um, Weather looks like it's going to be 85 degrees and bloody. I mean, sunny. Uh, back to you. Ah! 
Jesus Christ, what is going on with this news report this evening? I hope Storm is okay. Holy shit. In our last story, Las Vegas, Nevada, a candidate for Nevada Assembly is accused of robbing a bank last week, documents said. Luana Clark, 47, faces charges of robbery and burglary, according to jail records. Clark filed to run as Democrat in the primary to become a Democratic nominee, Assembly District 3. According to police, Clark passed a note demanding money to a teller at Chase Bank on Craig Road near Tanea Way in the Northwest Valley. The note said Clark had a ghost gun and demanded $888. The note also was signed, Luana Clark, and said, God will rise and is the truth. The clerk handed over $1,000 and Clark left the bank, police said. Multiple political parties have tried reaching her. They say, and I quote, This is the kind of corruption we need to run this country. For Channel D News, I'm Squirt Mudbottom, joined by General Desnutes. Uh, Chip, I hope you're back next time. And Storm Blowin', I hope you're still alive. We'll catch you next week. Back to the Dads on Dayquil podcast. Fucking Craig and Tanea. Fucking area town. <clears throat> yeah, fucking names, man. Some little birdie sent me that article, and I was like, I couldn't resist. I couldn't oh, resist. That's a great story. <laughs> I heard there was a little birdie that sent us a bunch of questions, too. Yes. Um, we have a, like, encyclopedia, spell that one, Dome, of questions from our one of our favorites, the Queen. Also, a quick plug, uh, go to Tee Public. We have a shirt, Queen Cora. It's there for a reason because she's the queen of this podcast. Anyway, we have a lot of questions to answer for her that we will do down the road on Patreon. However, we do have a recent question that she asked us last week on Facebook right after we got wrapped up recording the last episode. And her question said, what is the most interesting, worst, slash worst, slash weirdest story that comes to mind about a time that you were super drunk? Who wants to go first? <laughs> I mean, we got a couple of them, right? Yeah. Fuck. Oh yeah. Which one do I fucking pick? Yeah. This is drunk, right? Yeah. Drunk, like not. Yeah. I mean, most interesting slash worst slash weirdest, whichever you choose, story that comes to mind about a time that you were super drunk. So I, I already, I already told you. Well, see, I wasn't super drunk when I turned and saw a, a one of the guys at this, you know, um, this desert party fucking a horse. <laughs> um, while standing on a milk crate, I wasn't drunk, but that was definitely one of the weirdest ones, you know, okay. where, where we, uh, a buddy went missing. We couldn't figure out where he was and we hear some, you know, crazy sounds going on from the horse stalls. And when you look over, he's standing on a milk crate, just fucking the shit out of this horse for all of 20 seconds before he got kicked off and shot across the field. You know, there's that one. I would say, you know, I could answer these. I can answer two of these quickly, and then for the worst one, I'll give my actual story. Weirdest one was when I had to stop drinking because the cops had gotten called the second time to our party, and I had two Marines who were just Marines <laughs> that were going to fight the entire Metro Police Force if we didn't stop them, and we had to contain them. 
which then also resulted in me going to Jack in the Box and waiting 30 minutes in drive-thru for two Junior Bacon cheeseburgers to help sober one up, to which he started to eat one, threw it in the trash can, turned to the girl next to him, and puked all over her. That was God probably the weirdest. America. God bless me. Thank you for your service, you fucking <laughs> man. I love you. Thank you for your service, <laughs> Gnome. <laughs> 30 minutes in the drive-thru. Most interesting was that same person. Uh, we were at a party, and he had his cousin in town, and his cousin decided to do bong rips with people he didn't know. And so this was all the way out in Anthem in Las Vegas. And for those of you that don't know, he then had to take his cousin home, which was in Summerlin. So we're talking 45, 50-minute drive away, depending on traffic. Mm. Took him home, and uh, he threw up all over his car. They left him in a sleeping bag outside in the backyard, hopped back in the car, and came back to the party. That's dedication. Fuck. <laughs> a sleeping bag outside. Yeah. They were like, fuck him. Who cares? He puked in my fuck truck. <laughs> we got him back home. It didn't say in his home. Yeah. The yeah. Fuck? Wasn't his home. He was just a guest. I don't know. For me, it's probably like my first time like drinking. Yeah. That's probably got to be the one. We were, we were doing beer pong. It was me and my best friend and his brother, um, uh, shout out to this is my best friend who uh, fucked his uh, uh, stepsister. Shout out to Porn's <laughs> Ass Podcast. Um, so we're playing beer pong in his garage. We're 16. My family is out of state in California, and I stayed back for two days for football. And I'm at his house for like the next week and a half. And it was like Friday, so we had no two days on like that Saturday, but Sunday we did. So we're like, fuck yeah, we're going to party Friday night. We get super fucking hammered. My boy was like, let's fucking chug a beer for every everyone we do and we're like, yeah i'm chug a beer and then he chugs half and like pusses out so we just do half beers so we, we got drunk quick and then his brother was like let's do fucking bean pong and i was like what's bean pong and he brings out a fucking bottle of jim bean and just like fills up every cup and i was like oh fuck Ooh. we're doing that we went hard in the paint they went inside left me in the garage for like 20 minutes i sat there just guzzling the bean by myself and then I came back in they're about to do shots of everclear and i was like and we did everclear I'm hammered. I'm so fucking trashed. His brother barely drank at all. He like kind of puked up the Everclear from when he told me later. He was like, uh, I wasn't feeling good that night. My buddy was like 6'3", 300 pounds of solid muscle, Norse Viking, right? So that shit just went right through him, no problem. I was fucked up. I went outside and I puked to the moon, uh, just like all over my buddy's backyard. And the next day, his dad was like, so you guys were drinking last night like no no, we weren't drinking Mm. (laughs) so that puke outside and there's just fucking gigantic trough of puke in the fucking garden all the flowers just everything was covered in like i think it was bologna sandwiches and hot cheetos (laughs) like it was just nasty we ate right before i puked and everything just came back up it was so bad it was so bad the next day i just had this hangover and my buddy was like hey man you want to go try to get some pussy and i was like bro no I have a hard time doing that sober. I have a hard time. Like, I'm fucked up. Like, I'm, I'm like, still a little dizzy, to be honest. And I don't feel good. Like, I'm down to go to Fosto's, and that's it. That's the only thing I want to do today. You want Taco Bell? Yeah. You want Taco Bell? Yeah. Yeah, It was so fucked up. So fucked up. That's too much. I, I, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. 
I'll say one of the scariest ones for me was uh, we got me and four other friends got fucking hammered, and at this time I was smoking pot too, so like I was I was blitzed, like I was gone, and yeah, unfortunately I was driving. Um, we decided that we wanted to take a paintball gun around town and just start randomly shooting things, just because it looked fun. Because eight so, mile was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> that eight mile too. Yeah, like why use a real gun when you can fucking use a paintball gun? Don't go to jail, it's just slap on the wrist. Pull the um, Jew card. Except, <laughs> except when you shoot a fucking sheriff <laughs> and his car. <laughs> fucking hammered, I, dude. I don't. The guy in the back seat. I'm not gonna name any names. The guy in the back seat just fucking lit this sheriff up. There was two sheriffs talking outside of a house. Next to next to the sheriff vehicle, and he just fucking lit them up. And I happened to catch it. And you know those moments where you go from fucking hammered to sober? Yep. That was one of those moments. I punch it. And I mean fucking punch it. I get onto the highway. I get ahead of him. I think I'm good. I'm like, I'm going to pull a fast one. And I hit the fucking median and turn around and go back the other direction Towards the fucking cops <laughs> that are coming after us, thinking they'll never fucking know. So I went from drunk to sober to drunk, if you're following, right? <laughs> so as I turn around, I turn back to the guy in the back seat, the kid in the back seat, and I was like, throw that fucking thing out the window now. So he chucks it out the window on the fucking highway. The cop notices that that, that it's us, flips a bitch, pulls us over. Cause he, cause he's now on the intercom and he's like, if you don't pull over, I'm going to open fire. Right. Cause they think it's a fucking real gun or they were just trying to scare the shit out of us. I still don't really know. Pull over. They get us all out at gunpoint. I'm laying on the ground. <laughs> my buddy, one of my buddies fucking crying. He's pissed his pants. <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing, but I'd be that guy. I'd be that guy. <laughs> Dude, so, I'd be sitting there like, I'm going to get a DUI out of this. Fuck. This is how fucking lucky I am. The sheriff that fucking pulled us over is the is the one sheriff that at this time I knew and was friends with. His wife wanted me to fucking rail her. So he gets me alone. He's like, hey, look, this is how this is going down. You have two options. You can either go to jail or you can do what my wife wants. <laughs> oh, we, shit. We've been trying to we've been trying to get you to do this for months. This is how this is working. So, well, either um, way, somebody's getting by the sheriff and his wife. <laughs> either way, somebody's getting railed. It's either her or it's you. Or <laughs> Look, it was a tough decision. I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> and I had to think on the fly. So he's he goes, "Look, just sit here. I'm gonna put you in the back of the car. Don't say a fucking word. Don't don't say a word. Don't move. Don't talk. Just sit in the back seat." So I get in the back seat. He takes the other guys. He's talking through. What the fuck's AJ doing? <laughs> He's getting hot over this conversation. Dude, like, <laughs> so really fucking hot in my room. I was like, "Fuck this shirt." This is the this is the kind of video AJ looks up on Pornhub. So he goes through. He talks to he talks to the other guys that were in the vehicle with us with with me. puts them puts them in another in another sheriff's car comes back gets me he's like this is how this is going down we're searching your vehicle you need to be honest with me right now do you have anything in in your vehicle 
I was like, yeah, there's a joint, there's a joint in the ashtray. There's like, there's a roach in the ashtray. That's it. We don't have any guns. It was a paintball gun. It wasn't a real gun. He's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Searches the car, wipes the car clean, takes one of the guys that was with us. The rest of us go. The other four of us go. Poop, gone. That was it. That was it. I, dude, I only, I still to this day only have fucking, I'm only friends with one of those fucking people now. So did you find out what happened with the guy they took? Nope. <laughs> That's the nuts. wrong question. Did you fuck the guy's nuts. wife? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew. That was obvious. He totally did. Am I in jail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. So yeah. my... That's a fantastic story, Jesus. My worst <laughs> night... I've always been known as the... When I would drink back then, I was like the Papa Bear. I could sit there and drink and drink and drink, and I would take care of everybody. Everybody would get hammered. I would be their guy. I would be their special DD. I knew when to cut off. Everything, mm-hmm. right? So this story, AJ will be able to relate to because it ties right into him knowing about this story because it involves him towards the end. So I had a bad breakup earlier in the week, and I was really into this chick at the time. And so we go to this party and I told my buddy, um, I said, you know how I take care of you and your brother and everybody when we're drinking? And he's like, yeah. I said, well, tonight, y'all are taking care of me. And he looked at me, he goes, how much are you going to drink? And I said, until you have to take care of me. And he was like, fuck. <laughs> okay, it's that kind of night. So we go. And um, this part of the story is what I recall. I remember trying to pour my 13th shot of Jaeger while on my sixth game of beer pong. That's the last thing I remember. The rest of this story has been told to me by other people. (laughs) Mm. Uh, I then polished off the bottle of Jaeger. I made it through 13 games of beer pong. After that, I walked to the fridge and grabbed the bottle of Mad Dog 2020 that I also brought to the party. I polished that puppy off. Then I proceeded to stand in the middle of this super nice house in southwest Las Vegas and try and light a cigar for 10 minutes. Everybody's watching me laughing, and then the second I get it lit, somebody comes around the corner who is friends with the girl who owns the house, slaps me in the face, stomps on my cigar on the ground, and says, you can't smoke in here. To which, the next thing I remember being outside, crying because I couldn't see, um... And then I remember violently throwing up. And then I remember... The next thing I remember was getting home. I lived with my grandparents at the time. And this also happened to be the same night that AJ and his family had just moved back from Minnesota (laughs) and were at the house. And my buddy brings me in the house and I'm crying, hugging my aunt. Um, And then next thing I know, I wake up on the couch at 6.30 in the morning. I can't find my phone anywhere. So I grab my grandma's house phone, call my buddy who had me, no answer. Call my cell phone, no answer. So I drive to the party where the party was at. I see a eight-foot puke circle in the middle of the road, (laughs) which was yours truly. I knock on the door. She answers, and she was like, I can't believe you're alive. And I'm like, have you seen my phone? (laughs) And she was like, no, but you can come look for it. And so she's kind of telling me what was happening, and... She was like, what's the last thing you remember? And I said, the last thing I honestly remember was pouring my 13th shot of Jaeger 
because I had to pour it twice because you swiped the first shot. And I said, fine, 13.2. She goes, that's the last thing you remember? I'm like, yeah. And she was like, okay. And I'm like, all right, well, I can't find my phone, so I'm going to dip out of here. I drive all the way across town to my buddy's house. Now it's like 7.45 in the morning. Knock on the door. His dad answers, who's a little bit irritated because earlier in the night before I got all rogue, he had to take his brother home, who was only 18 at the time, super fucking hammered, who ended up throwing up all over his bed and fell asleep around the toilet. (laughs) And so his dad wasn't super mad at me, but he knew I was involved. And he was like, he's upstairs. So I go upstairs and I open the door and I was like, hey, fuck face. And he was like, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, where's my phone? He's like, oh, it's in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why is my phone in your pocket? He was like, oh, because at one in the morning, you were standing in the middle of the street, calling your ex, screaming at the top of your lungs on your phone, yelling at her. And when I took the phone from you, she was on the other end just laughing her ass off. So I figured it was best to put it in my pocket and go. Now, mind you, I was like, so how the fuck did I get home last night? Because I woke up and my keys were on the table and my truck was in the driveway and there wasn't a dent around. And I'm like, I know I didn't drive. He goes, no. I took you home and somebody followed me. He goes, you were ridiculous. We were going the whole way home. I had the windows down so you wouldn't puke again. Had the music blaring. He goes, you would wake up from your coma and start singing whatever song was on. And then you'd (laughs) fall back asleep. He goes, you did that like five times. We get to the house and we get up to the garage and I have to put in a code to get in. And I'm like, okay. And he was like, you immediately spout off six numbers. Like it's the most, like most important numbers you could ever know in your whole life. Didn't work. Three more times, different sequence every single time of numbers didn't work. He goes, I knew you were fucking with me when the last week sequence you said eight six seven five three oh nine and then you chuckled. <laughs> and then you gave me <laughs> And then you gave me the right code and we got in. And he goes, and then you saw your aunt and you just started crying. You gave her a hug. AJ was concerned asking what was wrong with you. Then you dropped your pants, laid on the couch and passed out. The worst part about that whole story was then later that day, I had to help AJ and his family move shit out of storage. I mean, it, was like it was like 120 It was July. It was July. It was like 120. Giant oh. fucking U-Haul truck. It was bad. It was Giant a bad night. U-Haul truck loading this whole thing into the fucking first, like, like first thing we moved, right? First thing, my mom was like, hey, can you go around to the side of the truck with your cousin and make sure he's okay? I'm like, I guess. Is he going to cry? Like, what's going on? And it's like crying the night before. And we go around the side of the truck, and you're just sitting there just dry heaving. And you're just, and I'm just glad spitting. I was 20, 20 when that happened because the hangover, it was just the stomach that was the issue. Yeah. If I did that yeah. now, I'd, I'd be dead for three days. Oh, you'd be dead. oh 100%. I oh, can't yeah, do that absolutely. shit no. Fuck that. So, <sighs> Cora, thank you for your questions and bringing up uh, some nice memories. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have more. We do have more. I will say, I think my favorite blackout story, though, was hearing at a different party that I walked all the way downstairs from a condo unscathed, mm-hmm. got in a car, and shut the car door on my legs. Nice. That's probably one of my favorites. That's for nice. another time for that whole story, though. My favorite one is the one where I thought I was going to die. And I had my mom and my <laughs> ex-wife taking me to the hospital. Wait, 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 time out. Before you say any further, this yeah. sounds like it was a real long time ago. How long ago was it? A real long time ago. Was it a real long time ago? It was pretty, yeah. I mean, it was 
probably 10 years ago. Was it 10 now? Yeah, it probably has been 10. Yeah. Okay. This is the cracker story. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So like I so I I got super fucked up. I'm sitting in in our bedroom on the floor crying. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> Cassie's like, "You're fine. You're a fucking idiot. What are you doing?" I'm like, "No, you don't understand." You don't understand. And I just kept saying, I remember I kept saying, you don't understand. I'm going to die. I can feel it. And she's and she throws a fucking sleeve of crackers at me. She tells me to start eating them. So I'm dry mouth trying to swallow these fucking crackers. Crackers are going everywhere. She's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm calling your mom because she had been drinking. I'm calling. I'm getting your mom. She's going to drive us to the hospital. You want to go to the fucking hospital? Fine, you dumbass. We'll take you to the fucking hospital. So we get down the street. We make... We make one left turn, and on that on that street, then kind of curves, and we get to the second stop sign. And at that stop sign, I'm screaming, "Stop! I'm gonna puke! Stop! I'm gonna puke!" I open the fucking door. I'm in the back seat. I open the fucking door. <laughs> I'm l- now laying on the ground, puking my fucking brains out. And here comes this cop. <laughs> And I'm screaming, I'm going to die. I'm yelling at them to get me to the hospital while I'm laying on the ground, puking my fucking brains out. And I hear the cop go, hey, is everything okay over there? And my mom goes, yeah, the dumbass is fucking drunk. It's fine. (laughs) And and then my wife, my ex-wife, goes, yeah, he thinks he's going to die, but I'm a nurse. He'll be fine. And the cop goes, okay, have a good night. And he fucking takes off. Just leaves me. Just like... These people could have been fucking murderers. They could have been, you know, kidnapping me. He, this cop didn't give two shits. Like, whatever. Plot twist, the cop walks up, gets in Josh's ear and goes, hey, you going to come fuck my wife or what? <laughs> There's stories one, at the precinct about KP. you. The other one was sheriff. This one was KPD. <laughs> Plot twist. Yeah. Leans in your ear and goes, you're already dead. I've been trying. I've been trying to contact you, <laughs> real quick. Real quick. Uh, I just wanted to comment on your story, Jordan. When yes. you started freaking out that you couldn't see anymore, yeah, that is the like scariest moment yeah. when you're blacking out. Yeah, yeah, because your eyes go out first. Yeah, your yeah. mind doesn't shut off first. Yeah. Your eyes go out first. Yeah, and then like I, maybe a couple minutes or how long it passes by. But I've had that happen before twice. And I was like freaking out both times. Like I had it happen shit. at a New Year's Eve party once, where I was, I was, I was basically alone. But I had taken like eight double shots of tequila and was drinking Budweiser. I was young. I was probably seventeen, and uh, I was drinking Budweiser all night long. I had taken a, a shit ton of freaking tequila shots, and I wandered off into the bathroom to go puke. And I was in my brain. I remember saying in my brain, "I'll be okay. I'll puke, and then I'll go back at it." Right. Like, you know, those moments where you're like, okay, if you puke a little bit, you'll be fine. And then I remember getting into the bathroom, puking everywhere, all over the fucking tub because I couldn't make it to the toilet. (laughs) Closing the curtain. I didn't even wash it off. Like, I just left it in the tub, just (laughs) closed the fucking curtain. And I remember standing up and going to walk out and I, I lost all vision. And I was alone, like in that moment, I was so fucking alone because I really didn't know anybody at the party at the time, and um, and I I remember like searching for the handle, I couldn't find the door handle, so I stood there for a second, and I had enough like wherewithal to say, okay, just take a deep breath, and after about twenty thirty seconds, like my vision kind of came back, and I remember saying, going down the hallway, looking to my right through the kitchen, and going, I'm not going back in there, and walked straight into a bedroom that was straight ahead. 
I woke up in the morning with people next to me and I've got no idea what happened in between there. So <laughs> I was naked. I was fucking, I was completely naked. Solid. All right. Well, speaking of being naked on the dance floor, AJ, you want to drop out some uh, outro plugs there? Oh yeah, baby. You know how it is with the plugs. We always tap dancing on a chair. May it just be me. But you know, you can find all of our shit at our link tree. Go to Linktree slash dance on Dayquil. Find our Facebook, our Instagram, our TikTok, our Twitter. Not Titter, but Twitter. There you go. Shout out to Elon Musk. Um, you can also find our merch on there. Go to our merch and buy some beautiful fucking shit ripped out in that dad swag baby why wouldn't you or your wife or you can just zealous 40 bucks and show her a picture of her tits you can do that as well you can also buy us coffee because we're dads and we need some fucking coffee like we just talked about earlier with that fucking eyes staring at me right now those eyes are like i need my fucking coffee before i go postal we need our coffee before we go postal last but not least go to fucking patreon and sub Sub to Patreon right now, right now, before this ends. You have like maybe 45 seconds. That's what I tell her every time. Have a good time within 45 seconds. That's all I can give you. You better get it now. Get it in now. Beautiful. Go right for the 20. Fuck, fuck everything mm. else. Go right for the 20. Why yeah, go not? match LeBar. What do you got to lose? Don't let Le- don't let LeBar drop you know drop his nuts all over everything like he owns the joint. Don't let him do that. He's the king. Don't but be, come don't on, be chicken. Come on, be chicken. Come on now. Who's the other one that, that subbed? Beezy. Beezy. Shout out to Beezy. Shout out to the king. Yeah. Listen, we will tailor an entire episode to you if you sub. Don't care. If you sub for the $20, it's actually written in there. You get to record an episode like this with us, and you get to pick whatever we do in the episode. Yep. So Bingo. you do $20, you get to record with the dads for our regular Dads on Dayquil podcast. So... Mm-hmm. With that, All right, let's go. before I close this motherfucker out, I do want to also segue back to my story. I went 13 straight games with beer pong and didn't lose that night. And I didn't miss a shot until the 13th game. Then I didn't make any. I was just dead weight at that point. But anyway, episode 93. Catch next week. Peace out. Later. Dead's out. Bye. Mm. Um, seeing how Easter was this week, I've decided to tailor my joke a little bit. Uh, do you guys know Jesus is a little fucking overrated? Yeah, he only made about 5,000 people bread when Hitler made over 16 million toast. <laughs> Dude, straight up. And how is he a virgin around all those whores? Tinsy burners up. He was in every fucking hole.